Ma'am, said a voice behind her. It was one of her bodyguards, George Zika. His mohawk cropped close to his skull. His artificial eyes glowed red in the low cabin light, both configured in triple iris mode for maximum wide-angle sight. What is it? she said. We'll be landing soon. Is there anything you need? His left eye flickered for a split second. Still giving you trouble? she said. A little bit, ma'am. Get it checked out, and replaced if you have to. Can't have it failing me when I need you most. Yes, ma'am. Will you be needing anything? For a moment, she didn't answer him. Instead, she stared at the feet of Shanghai receding in the distance as they sped out over the stormy fury of the South China Sea. The city's dazzling towers of light stretched up for tens of thousands of stories, piercing the clouds. Advertising holograms of supermodels and bottles of amber liquor floated between the buildings. A sand castle on the seashore. Time topples all things. But while it's here, it's beautiful. The thought chilled her. She could feel her attachment to the beauty and horror of things corrupting her, invading her spirit and will. The connections ran so deep. Can I still do what needs to be done? Fear seized her, but she plunged it beneath an ocean of calm. Zika was still waiting obediently. I won't need anything, she said. Yes, ma'am. We'll be landing in fifteen minutes. Driving rain assorted the ship, growing stronger with each passing second. The sea went wild, the waves chaotic, crashing into each other. Megastorm warnings, in effect, chimed the ship. Supercyclone level conditions detected. Elevated risk. Recommend redirecting to one of your mainland or out-of-country properties. She considered it briefly. Megastorms were growing with increasing fury as the battered earth absorbed more and more human abuse. Meteorologists had added another two levels to the old five-part hurricane scale. They were even considering adding an eighth after Cyclone Chanthu crushed the Hong Kong shores five years earlier smashing fifteen supposedly unbreakable skyscrapers and much of the unreinforced dock. No, flashed a jade woman. There's always a storm coming. Stay on course. Yes, ma'am, flashed the ship. A few minutes later, they descended. Her offshore mansion rose like an azure dragon out of the depths of the sea. The island unfolded, a sea-torn flower, layers of shields melting as it turned towards her the water falling away from the outer energy bubble like a heat mirage. The sprawling mansion flowed along the top of a man-made mountain, with hundreds of rooms, balconies, decks, waterfalls, lakes, and rivers. The classical Yuan Dynasty-style gardens rolled in towards her master bedroom, its layout modelled on the fabled gardens of Kublai Khan's lavish Sanadu. A call came in on an inner vision. It was Democratic candidate Li Cheng's chief strategist, Dr. Ling Jiang, a hard-driving and bitter man, with too many degrees after his name. <sighs> Nothing worse than a man who thinks he knows everything, just because someone slapped a title on him. The message was tagged with red-level urgency. She sighed. Can't ignore it, but I can make him wait. She touched her skin button, and her makeup came back, her lips turning wine-dark, her eyelids filling with smoky greens and greys, her eyebrows smoothing themselves. Her hair danced upwards and knitted itself into a tight beehive. She blinked out the mirror, 
and checked her face on her good and bad sides, letting the call ring a bit longer. Always look good for the pieces on the board, and always make them wait. Hello, Doctor, she flashed with a salesman smile. So good to hear from you. Need Tullamar. I'm not good, flashed Dr. Lee. We're getting destroyed in news streams and the social nets. Professor Lee is not pleased at all. We hired your Sixiong Cyber Defense because you are supposedly the best. The jade woman cut him short. We are the best, Doctor. Then why are our private messages all over the nets? Security is a tricky thing. That's all you have to say. She glared at him. Take care of it, she flashed to her back brain. I have no time for fools.